Welcome to the Outrage Science Bites podcast, a companion podcast to the Outrage Overload podcast. This is day 12 of the NA Pod Pomo Challenge, Na Pod Pomo, which is a 30 day challenge to produce an episode every day in the month of November. So these episodes have been getting a little long, so I'm going to try to keep this one shorter. So what is the most powerful motivator of human behavior? I guess some might say it is the fear of physical death. But what if there is something even more powerful? David McCraney, in his book How Minds Change, discusses a conversation with sociologist Brooke Harrington, who told him that if there was an equals MC squared of social science, it would be that the fear of social death is greater than the fear of physical death. This is the idea that the fear of social death or the fear of being ostracized or rejected by our social group is so powerful because it threatens our very sense of self. So social death is the experience of being excluded from or rejected by our social group. It can happen for a variety of reasons such as committing a social taboo, making a mistake, or simply being different. When we experience social death, we lose our sense of belonging and connection. This can be a devastating experience, leading to feelings of isolation, loneliness, and worthlessness. And that's why it's so powerful. We're social creatures by nature. We need to belong to groups and feel connected to others in order to thrive. When we are threatened with social death, it is as if we are being threatened with annihilation. And this fear of social death is also rooted in our evolutionary past, or at least it's believed to be so. In our hunter-gatherer days, being ostracized from our group meant almost certain death. We were dependent on our group for survival, so it was essential to maintain our social standing. And social death has a big impact on motivating our behavior. For example, it can lead us to conform to the expectations of our group, even if we don't agree with them. It can also lead us to avoid taking risks or speaking out against the status quo. In some cases, the fear of social death can even lead us to commit acts of violence or hatred against others. For example, a person who is feeling isolated and rejected may be more likely to join a hate group or commit a terrorist act. And now when it comes to outrage, the fear of social death can play a significant role in our relationship with outrage and outrage media. And as a reminder, again, outrage media is any form of media that is designed to provoke anger or indignation. It is often sensationalized and exaggerated, and it can be very effective at manipulating our emotions. When we are exposed to this outrage media, it can trigger our fear of social death. We may start to worry that we will be seen as out of touch or insensitive if we don't react with outrage to the latest scandal or controversy. This fear can lead us to accept the information presented in outrage media without question. It can also make us more likely to share and spread outrage content, even if it's inaccurate or misleading. In some cases, the fear of social death can even lead us to engage in acts of online harassment or cyberbullying. This is because we may feel that we need to conform to the expectations of our social group, even if those expectations are harmful. Here's some of the ways that that might show up. 
We may be more likely to click on and read outrage articles, even if we know that they are likely to be inflammatory or inaccurate. We may be more likely to share outrage content on social media, even if we haven't read it or verified its accuracy. We may be more likely to leave angry comments on social media posts, even if we don't know anything about the person or situation we are commenting on. We may be more likely to participate in online harassment campaigns against people who we believe have committed social transgressions. Overall, understanding that the fear of social death is greater than the fear of physical death can explain part of how people hold on to false information, such as flat earth or aspects of the QAnon conspiracy. Some people may be willing to believe in false information if it means being accepted by their social group. They will use any way to rationalize those beliefs because social death is unacceptable. This can make it almost impossible for them to change their beliefs, even when presented with evidence. This is important to keep in mind when we're engaging in charged conversations. Why won't these people budge from their position? Remember, they are probably saying the same thing about you. And a lot of it could have to do with our fear of social death. So if you like these episodes, you may want to listen to the long-form podcast, Outrage Overload, where we talk about a lot of this kind of science, or it comes up in the context of interviews with experts, scientists, researchers, and others about topics related to outrage in society, outrage in politics, and ways to lower the temperature. That's, you can find that at outrageoverload.net. You can also find more information about the Science Bites podcast, other episodes, past episodes, and so on, by scrolling down at that website. There's a link at the bottom to the Outrage Science Bites. That's outrageoverload.net. So reach out if you have any questions. I'm outrageoverload at gmail.com. And we'll have another episode tomorrow.